Diane Chorley. She's a queen of Calvert Town. Diane Chorley. She's the queen of Calvert Town. Well, if you don't buy her podcast, I'm going to send Ron round. And I've got Emma's. Is that a bit loud for you, babe? You look a bit perturbed. No, it's all right. I've got a bit of sausage roll stuck in my teeth. Story of your life. So, welcome back to another, uh, well, Diane and Ron's podcast. I have to say, the other one was ever so well received. We had some lovely feedback, didn't we? Yeah, well, I think people were too scared to say anything nasty, though. Well, that's always the case, isn't it? And we had some lovely feedback. Ooh, was it Carol Vorderman sent us a letter? Lovely letter in the post. It was nice all letters and numbers, though, weren't the it? The paper she sent it on. Lavender. Lavender, yeah, it was all nice, it was. Made me feel ever so sleepy, smelling it. It's like I was in a wardrobe or something. Mothballs. There's many a man that's hidden in Carol Vorderman's wardrobe. Probably still in there. What is? In her wardrobe. Who? Des Lynham. Oh, yeah, he's definitely been in her wardrobe. Who's the other one who was on countdown? No, he's dead now, Richard Whiteley. God bless him. We don't mean in a metaphorical sense, we mean just in his wardrobe, maybe. Yeah. Or her wardrobe. Well, we never know these days. Now he's in the wardrobe in the sky. Oh, that's quite romantic. Well done. Um, so what has happened since we last saw you? So we've had a show. We had a show down the Trelawney, didn't we? Yeah, Little Rosie's Place. Yeah, God bless her. I mean, it was a lovely show. It was a busy, wasn't it? You got up and did a little turn, didn't you? Your organ. You got me organ out. Yeah, you did. Did a little blues number. It was nice. I'd say, but the only problem was, they painted it a different colour. Yeah, it was a green. It's like being in Godzilla's anus when oh. it was ever so bright in there. Less room as well. There was less room. But you know what? We had a nice time, and that's important. So let's have a little think, really reflect on what's happened since the last time we've been here. So, I mean, we could talk about the news, couldn't we? See what things, what's happened in the news, because there's all that stuff going on in Russia, isn't it? It's just a bad Russia. I'll tell you, the problem with it is, is that the bloke who's in charge of Russia... Putin. Putin, or Crap Ken, whatever his name is, he's, he's definitely a liability. Well, it looks like someone stenciled a face on a board egg, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's ever he a strange-looking man. Doesn't like wearing a shirt, either. I bet he's gorgeous. Oh. oh, I'll give it to him, he's gorgeous. I'm not too sure about that, he's, he's got funny eyes. He can St. Peter Marburg any time, though. He's got devious eyes. Devious, yeah, but that's not a bad trait, no. I can't say much for your eyes anyway, babe. Makes me feel a bit depressed, though, whenever I see Russia on the news. It's such a sad place, isn't it? They're always drinking alcohol out of plastic bottles. That's because it's cold. I mean, it's really cold in Russia. Yeah, but it doesn't worry them putting things in plastic bottles, does it? No, no. Everything they wear is furry. I like them, but they're a downtrodden race. They seem that way anyway, but that's communism. They look like Ewoks. Big, tall Ewoks drinking vodka. Yeah, but we come from Canvey. I've seen worse than an Ewok in there, babe. Yeah, we just do white lightning. Yeah, and that's delicious. Right, anyway, so I think we're going to stick with the uh, same old formula this week um, that we did the last time, or months, because it's monthly and this comes out. And we're back in the squat in um, South East London. London. Yeah, I keep expecting Che Guevara to jump out at me, waving a banana or something like that. But I feel quite safe in here. The dog with the string's gone. I assume he's been liberated. And he got a new lock on the door. They have got a new lock on the door. And the lift is working. And a new bit of gear in here as well, by the look of it. Someone's been on the hunt. I think they've just hovered. Yeah, charity clear out, was it, babe? Was it? Well, it looks nice in here, though. Found it nice. Where you got the paint from? Been down the food bank? 
Have you? Selling that off. Milk tokens. There's only one of them today as well. Yeah, where's the other one gone? <laughs> shop. <laughs> gone to the shop. It's gone to the shop. What shop? Salvation Army. Sue Ryder. <laughs> to pop down Sue Ryder. I do like this one because he always seems nervous, don't he? He does a bit nervy. But that's all right. You're all right, aren't you, babe? Well, don't laugh. He's a good-looking boy as well. He's all right, isn't he? Take him back with us. Pickle can, him. Yeah. Put him in a bit of vinegar. He can clean the caravan up. Oh, yeah, do a good job. You would. Look good in our little caravan. Be like one of those. We'll get rid of one of them lion. We've got, we got ever so many of these porcelain lions in our, in our lounge, basically. We're trying to get rid of them. But you could take one of their places, babe. Sit we on the back se- of a lion. We could send him on bargain hunt. Take him down there. Yeah, get him off on bargain hunt. That's a good idea. Well, so what we're going to do is, so first, I think we'll have a little introduction from you, because people were saying to me after they saw you with your organ, on the mouth organ, on the other night, they said, oh, we'll ever see hear more about Ron. So, well, we, we've done a little thing where you're going to hear a little bit about his life story, aren't they? they can, so you're going to do a little piece, well, a little monologue about your life, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Right, do you want to just get into that then? And All I'll right. sit back. So what it is, is that last time I was here, we recorded a little bit of my life story to tell people exactly what he is about me, what Ron is about, and what I do and what I know. And to be quite honest, I don't think it's got anything to do with yours. But anyway, this is the clip that we've done, and I hope you enjoy it. So as Vayman Andrews was here saying, this is your life, this is a brief history of Ron. I was born Ron, surname is not important for tax and police reasons. I was born in the era of West Ham's greatest achievements in Howards Road Hospital in Plasto. Both my mum and dad were from Dagenham. Mum was a rag and bone lady and dad was a bookies runner. He also used to do a bit of unlicensed boxing and was known as One Hour Harry. The One Hour refers to a perfect clean knockout shot, probably arcing back to Robin Hood days or when he split the arrow in that tournament. Harry is my dad's name. It's short for Aristotle. I wasn't particularly good at school, so I just left at the age of 14. Nobody missed me, and I was earning 30 bob a week running bets for my dad's governor. After work, me and dad would go to Tommy Irons' lock-up and spar and box. Tommy was a real old-fashioned handful and had lots of tricks which come in and have come in handy over the years. What he could do with just his thumb was inspiring. It was then I started to fill out on a diet of raw eggs and a bottle of Maccasins to bolt me up. I was by the age of 16 running bets in Canvey and had my own patch courtesy of Dad's governor. I was living in a caravan by myself and got friendly with some of the locals. There was one geezer who was a walking one-man band and singer and he took me under his wing and showed me how to play guitar, blues harp and sing a bit. It was the first time I actually enjoyed learning stuff apart from those thumb tricks from Tommy. On my 17th birthday, my mum and dad took me to the gold mine in Canvey, and there was a singing competition. I had three pints and mild and felt a bit brave, so I went up and put my name down. That night, I left that stage to change man. I found something better than dragging money out of unconscious clenched fists. I was proper buzzing. Then this lump of a chav come up to me saying I was a ringer from London, coming up to steal the local talent's winnings. It was a big old unit, six foot six at least, 18 stone, and obviously had too much Dutch carriage. My mum got up first to lump him, but Dad stepped in. I put my arm across him and said, Dad, this one is mine. Get another drink in, I'll be a couple of minutes. 
the lumps started laughing as he didn't reckon much of me. I told him to come outside as I didn't want to get barred before I'd even spent a nice evening in there. He laughed and said, OK. Outside, there were a couple of bouncers watching and asked what was going on. I said he was rude to me and my folks and that I was going to break his knee, dislocate his shoulder and rip out his collarbone with my thumb. The bouncers nervously laughed and so did the lump. Several seconds later, I was introduced to Diane, offered a job as a chief doorman and I also won the prize from the singing contest. In the space of a few hours, I had a regular evening spot at the weekends and was keeping order and looking out for Diane's interest for the rest of the week. It was something I could do without trying too hard. Now, people want to know why I do karaoke and need lyrics when we sing. I used to know hundreds of songs off by art oh, and could learn a song really easily. You could, but you? one night, some stage lighting was accidentally dropped to my head oh, and now I need the old lyrics in front of me. Thank God for karaoke. Yeah, that was the time. And what was it you dropped on your head? What was that? It was the lighting rig. Was it? What song were you singing at the time, though? I thought it was Nights in White Satin. Did you? Why did you think that? Don't know. It's the first song that I can remember. What, when you came out of the coma? Yeah. But you were singing it when you went in the coma? Probably. As I said, I was in a coma, I can't remember. Chicken coma? Chicken coma. All right then, babe. Well, what can I say? That was a nice little set. I enjoyed hearing about your life, because it's rare, because I obviously don't think about it much, your life. Well, I do, not in that sense. Not that I don't care about your life, because I do, I love you. Well, I don't love you, but I like you. So this next song, well, it's not a song, is it? Because I'm not in their bloody stage show now. I'm all over the place this week. I tell you what, I've had too many Kinder Eggs. This is, um, and I'll tell you what, I'm addicted to the chocolate, but I don't like the toys. I throw them away, see. We've got loads of little, those yellow eggs at home, haven't we? I end up spending most of my time, well, for spare time at least, trying to put them together. You do. You like that, didn't you? I do like it. It's calming. Calming. That's a sat-nav. Yeah. This next, well, section is Dear Diane. And last week we had someone what came, well, what wrote the letter and... He's actually written to me since, and he's t- taken his full-time job at HFBC, actually. Was it HFBC? What was it? Royal Bank Royal Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, he's taken a full-time job there, and he's given up his dreams on music, so I think that's a good idea. Well done. You'll enjoy that. Your life will be better. It'll be less stressed for you, babe. So today we've got some news written in. It's called Greg. Well, and here we go. This is, this is Greg asking, well, for my advice, and rightly so. Dear Diane. Dear Diane. Uh, my name's Greg. Uh, I'm an Aussie living in London. I just moved here recently. Um, I'm just... Uh, my mates call me terrible, by the way. Call the crow! I've got to ask, wh- why are you Brits so stuck up? Seriously, because we were like taking the tube the other day and it's like getting a truck to the abattoir. That's what it's like. And we put a few away, like me and my mate Grobler, and he had like 15 bulmers and was like sick on his flip-flop. And we were like totally out of it. And we got on the tube. And basically, we were sat there and we were just like, God, you landed so boring. So we like we got the whole tube singing Sex is on Fire. You know, the Kings of Leon song. I fucking love that song. Ooh. Guys, shut up. I love that song. And I just basically, we got the whole tube singing. It was wicked. And I came to your show recently and I just thought it would be so cool if you could get on the tube like and sing and get them all to sing along. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Diane, can you make London sing? Because it's like, London's boring. No, it's not boring. It's cool. But just say sang. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, this is Greg calling um, from Clapham. Cool. 
Oh, hello, Greg, my babe. Thank you so much for writing in. I do appreciate it. The, uh, you know, the feedback I'm getting from these shows is fantastic. I do love when and when people call in, especially sound like we're having so much fun there. I can almost imagine that, you know, the smell of burnt toast. Now, memory is the devious thing in it because you probably walked off that tube feeling like you're bleeding, burning K. But to be fair to them, you probably weren't quite the same as that. In fact, to those people, you were just another man in three-quarter length trousers wearing flip-flops and a toe ring in March. Take Paul, for example. He was sat there, sat on your train. Oh, yeah, he was, with this high-vis police. Now, he's pissed off because someone at work keeps taking his Matson's refrigerators. And can he find a culprit? No, he can't. What about a Sheila? Oh, yeah, hi, Sheila. She's sat over there in the corner. She's fed up because Keith, that man from the top floor, the one with the bad breath, keeps asking for a, a fridgey, a chocolate fridgey. Well, she don't like giving her fridge away. Who does? It's an unusual taste anyway. The best of times, they're so thick. Too thick for me. I like something nice, like a yop. I like a nice yop. Now, these people on this train, they're pissed off, baby. They are, because they've had a tough day at work. And people sing at my shows, babe, because, well, you know, they're there to enjoy themselves. But a tube's a place of transportation, babe, not for recreation. I mean, I've had it myself on the CC, well, the C2C back to Canva, you see. I'm trying to eat my chicken royale in peace with a little bit of decorum. Next thing I know, there's an accountant en route to Perfleet trying to get me to be the Dolly Parton to his Kenny Rogers. I've sung with Lionel Richie, babe, basking in the warm light of the ITV studio. A train's no stage for me. I mean, look at me, I'm a million dollars, babe. Truth be known. You don't mean any harm with your six-form attitude, your STIs and your passing wind on each other's legs. Soon that seat is going to drain you of every bit of enthusiasm you've got. All that optimism's going to drain away. And you'll be like Keith sat there, wound up on the last train home, worried about a reformed meat snack. Last thing you want is someone coming up to you, smothered in the arrogance of youth, that reminds you about what you used to be before someone took a flip, a little sip of your fridgey. I want you to think about that, babe. London is a cruel, dark place. It's a cruel mistress. Are you going to dance with the devil, babe? Are you going to get burnt? Taste test! All right, so, well, we're delighted today because I have to say it was quite popular, the last feature, what we did with um, with Annabelle, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. No, not, she was lovely, actually, and we'll have her back. She was gorgeous. But she had a lovely voice. I had a lot of men saying, actually, how much they enjoyed listening to her voice on the radio. Do you not think she was a little bit snooty? No, of course she wasn't. No, you just think like you're paranoid. You've got class on your shoulder, chip on your shoulder, you have. Well, she's certainly snooty about her coat. Yeah, but you had to turn on her coat. That's, you know, that's not right. Now, today we're, you, you've had quite a bad brush come up, haven't you? Yeah, I don't know where that's come from. Lately. Now, we've tried everything. We've soaked him in vinegar. Um, we got some... Um, what worked in the end? We got some puff pastry, didn't we? Just rolled it on. Yeah, just rolled on some puff pastry. I left it on there for a week, and that, it's gone, actually, that that um, that rash. Um, it's, ever, well, it's left ever such a mess in the bathroom, though. Now, we made a lovely sausage plat with it after, didn't we? It was actually quite nice, yeah. Yeah, that, the, the, um, the rash gave it a nice little edge. Well, it was spotty. Hmm. 
because of this, we thought, well, that's quite a good idea, actually, that we have someone in who can talk to us about modern products, isn't it? Because ever so many people nowadays are really looking after the way they look, especially men. I've noticed that, actually, on the few shows that we've done, some people look ever so nice, actually, come dressed. And I think, well, you look quite nice. It turns out it's a man. And I thought it was a woman. Now, what's interesting is we've got Bill Kreese today from the website www.dreamskindermatology.com. Um, and we'd just like to say welcome, actually, Bill. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Very nice to see you, Bill. Thank you. Nice to be here. Um, so tell us, Bill, how to, how to, so it's a website, isn't it? Yeah, you go on there, you ask me for advice. Do we go I, on there? Well, you, you can now, if you like. I mean, it's up to you. But people go on there. They, we can do live chats, and we can give you skincare web- advice or hair care advice, yeah, web chats. So you can do that without seeing me? I can, but there's a webcam function as well, so we can see you and I can see your complexion. Oh, that's just the modern. Yeah. I really like Do you like that? It's a progressive way of thinking. I like seeing people face-to-face. It's just just me. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with your website. I just like to see people face-to-face. Do you know what I mean? Well, we have that as well. You know, we have consultations in the flesh as well. So you go to people's houses, do you? I can do, yes. I go to hen parties, stuff like that. So the good thing about it, the good thing about that camera is you don't have to smell anyone. That's true. But, well, one to ones. The, yeah, that is true, but some of our products are very, they smell really lovely, so it is important, I think, to be well, able to We can experience some of those smells You certainly today, are, we? yes. I bought some, bought some with me. Bill. I like palm olive. Carbolic. You've got lovely skin, Bill. It's like porcelain. Well, thank you, yeah. Is that because of the products? Yeah, I've used bio oil now for about 16 years, and it makes me, you know, really radiant. Do you? Because I use Timote. I just use soap. You do use soap, yeah, but that's... Or washing up liquid if I can't find a soap. I know, but Ron, the whole point of this, we're trying to make you a bit more modern. That's okay. what this is about. So, I mean, we might as well just get stuck in. Is that <coughs> I right? think that's a good idea. How do you make money out of your website, though, just out of curiosity? Well, through the sales we generate through it. I mean, the, the website in itself doesn't make any money, but obviously if we sell product, that's where we make our, our money. Fantastic. It's never so funny, this modern world. I like hearing about it, to be honest. Have we got anything we can sell? Online, yeah, ourselves, babe, with a commodity here. Okay. All right, so yeah, let's go. Shall right. We? First off, I've got a lovely moisturiser here. Right. What does that mean? Well, it means it moisturises your skin, so it keeps it nice and supple and radiant and young looking. But is is ever so porous his skin? Not, I take not not dry essentially. Okay. You know. How much of that do you have to put on? That's only small that pot. Well, it, uh, I guess it depends. Like, what maybe- does that retail as? This is twelve ninety nine for one hundred and fifty <gasps> mil. Yeah, oh, you can get this DVD is, for that. You can, but this is very good. This is called Quench Temple. Quench Temple. Um, so you put this on, and it really, really Do you helps. You put it on your temple. You, well, you can. You can put it anywhere you like. But I would suggest because honestly, that pot wouldn't fit Ron's temple alone. Well, you I, don't need very he's much. Got quite a big temple. Look at it. Oh, but how much was it again? Uh, twelve pa- retails at twelve pounds ninety nine. I, I couldn't use it. Something that expensive to put in your skin. Ron, you don't need very much. It depends on the size of your face, really. Yeah, but his skin's like malt loaf. Honestly, you put moisturiser on that, it'll disappear. You need a litre. You take a runner. Oh, how much is that going to cost? They only come in 150ml pots, so you'd need quite a lot. What's that in old money? What's that in ounces? Well, look at that. It's the size of a shot pint. Shot glass. Well, I would say it's it's about, uh, I would say roughly about three fluid ounces, perhaps. But what I'd suggest is the one thing I'd advise your listeners is not to use alcohol on their skin because that really strips out all the natural moisture. So, what, people where possible, pouring avoid pints that. on their faces. No, just just. Well, you've got to step ahead there, babe, because yeah. you stink of alcohol all the time. So you need to sort that out. That's the caravan, that ain't me. Honestly, I'll douse him with Febreze. 
before we even leave the house. Yeah, well, I, okay, but I wouldn't use, I just wouldn't use that on your face, right. alcohol, as a general rule. Avoid products. John Smith. No, no, just avoid products that do have it. Here you go, Ron. If you want to give that a go, pop that on your, on your face. That contains vitamin B6, which is great for skin. That's um, a load, isn't it? B6. That goes to Birmingham. It's really good at night time, because at night, that's when the body really tends to heal it, it, itself. So um, that'll create a really radiant, even, even tone on your skin. Did you put some on? It'll stuck it on the end of my nose. It'll reduce your redness on your nose. Christ, I don't well, if I stop drinking, that. that'll do it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll pass it over. It builds oh, collagen, it. so it's cell renewal. It's very good. Shouldn't need very much. Maybe, Diane, you need a little bit more. You've got a little bit Hang more. Hang on. Who's this, Colin? Collagen. Oh, I thought you yeah, said Colin. Yeah, yeah, that's just a natural chemical which uh, oh, brings nice. out... Skin, yeah. skin cell renewal. It doesn't smell very fruity. I like my things to smell quite fruity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's all natural. That's a very natural product. It's very buildable, so you can layer it up so it doesn't cloy, which is very important, so it doesn't block any pores. We're going to need a dictionary on this one. I ain't got a clue Maybe. what you're if saying. You have, if you have drier skin, you can layer it up, which, yeah. is, which is obviously... What, make more dry skin? No, no, no. So it, it means it... It means you can layer, so you can put some on if you've got particularly dry skin, and you can put another layer on as well. Oh. Just to, just to you know, keep it nice and supple. I think that's quite nice. It's yeah. not done anything to your nose, though, babe, to be honest. It's well, still it, red it, as a bleeding it, bludgeon it, skull. It, it's slightly strawberry-ic, yeah, it's but big. I think it would it take a couple of applications. Way in. So, that's, so that's Quench Temple, yeah. okay? So that's twelve ninety nine for 150 millilitres. You can get that. And they can buy that on your website, can they? That, yeah, they can termino- get that through they can terminology. Get the, der- dermatology, yeah. Dermatology. Yeah, they can get that, <laughs> they can get that through our, our site. Um, but you can get it from Holland and Barrett. You can get it on the high Do you street. apply that with a flannel? Or just with your fingers? Uh, just with your fingers. Just, just, I would say, outward and upward motions with the, with the flats of your, of your fingers. Oh, God, yeah. Okay, that sounds nice, doesn't it? We'll do that. We'll try that. Yeah. Can we keep some of these? Uh, yeah, these are, these are samples. So, yeah, by all means. So, there you go, Diane. You have that. Thank you. We'll right. Get the stomach out from these things. What we do. What no, we have to do is make things. sure we don't do just one side of my face and then we lose the other one because I'll have one side one colour, one side the other colour. This is true. I usually use athlete's foot cream on his skin. To be honest, you can get athlete's foot on face. That's that's quite common. That no, actually, well that's very me. good for you. Actually, forty-five cream. Um, okay. Right. Well, next uh, we've got the tea tree toner by Pimple. Okay. Um, this is uh, tea tree. I know tea tree. That's what they used to get rid of nits. No, that's tip tree, babe. Oh, is it? You're thinking of a place in Essex. Oh. So um, this is six ninety nine for 250ml. Um, that's cheaper. There you go. It's got a quite strong smell. It's Just anti- for the people at home who aren't in... What is the equivalent to that size? Because if, you, if I was listening to this, I was imagining things. Cause what I noticed actually the last time I listened to what we did back, that I can make... You can make people imagine things basically on the radio. So imagine this. Well, let's try it, shall we? Let's do an experiment. Right, so just I thought this the other day, I thought it'd be quite nice to do. You're in a meadow, right? It's a frosty morning. You're picturing this. Frosty morning, and there's an oak tree in the corner. And just hanging off the oak tree is Joe Brand's foot. See, it worked, didn't it? Anyway, sorry, what were we saying? Go on. It was like a, if it was in the size, it was like a glass of white wine, you were saying, wasn't it? Mad, a large glass of white wine. That's right, about a large glass of white wine. We can do that in that. We can do it in measures if, if you yeah. just maybe more. Yeah, it'll make my head easier. If it's more akin it'll to be your listener, us, yeah. listeners, that so it's a half a glass of wine. Is that what it is? Uh, no, no, no. This is quite a generous tub, and you spray it on. Okay, it's very antibacterial, very antiseptic. It's great for oily or spotty skin. So 
probably quite good for your back, Diane. Um, so that's a bit much. But right? it but it really it really mattifies the skin. So it so it is another word I don't understand. Well, it makes it well it, it makes it matte. What carpet? Well, you know, like you know, so not shiny. The opposite oh, of matte. Oh, I was in paint. Like emulsion, like matte emulsion or whatever. I don't like know. the person. Yeah. Or like the. Well, no. Well, I don't know. Matt. Matt Goss. Most mats I know are oily. Um. So, yes. I'd so this. Be your friend to be called Matt. Mind yeah. you, I do know a few oily mats myself. Indeed, Actually, they generally are. So this is interesting because this has two percent beta hydroxy acid in it, in it right? Oh, oh that's yes. nice. So yeah. this is a, kind of a leave-on exfoliant. It, it strips away old skin cells. It's really good for the skin surface, and it's quite deep cleansing. So it really clears out your pores. Beautiful. It really, hands. it really diminishes your enlarged pores. So again, Ron, maybe get that on your nose. I tell you, my nose is going to be the only thing that looks decent on my face by the end of this. Yeah. But uh, like I say, so that's so that is tea tree toner by Pimple, and that's six pounds ninety nine. Oh, that smells nice. Does it? Tea tree, it's quite refreshing, isn't it? It is. It is. Give it here. It's making me making me zing. Give it here. That. I've got the other stuff on my nose, and I've just layered that stuff on it. That ain't gonna have a chemical reaction and make it any worse. No, 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 no. no, Oh, Ron. Generally, I would have done it the other way. Bill, look at his nose. Oh. We got, we got a plaster. No, I think that's something's happening to them. I got some like Vaseline. Om- it looks like an omelette. I would, I would recommend normally you do it the other way around. Toner first, then apply moisturiser. It looks like an omelette with ketchup on it. Well, I might be going out tonight then. Oh, that tea tree stuff is lovely. It's ever so refreshing. It's clear my nose, that has. That's yeah, it clear is. my nose. It's good good, good for aromatherapy and as well, I have tea tree. That? It's a sample, I yeah. Just it's just take that. It's quite nice, though, because we could do quite well out of this bag. Couldn't we get people in just to get their stuff up? Cancer yeah. barrier like some of those. Yeah, I bet he would. Nothing will clear his sinuses. No. That would, yeah, it could do the trick. The nicotine build-up in there, babe. Cool, it's like plaque. Uh, right, so the next product I have, this is quite unusual, right? This is a deodorant, which is actually, it's not like a roll-on, it's not an aerosol, it's a powder. It's like, I guess, sort of like a, a, a think, hybrid talc. Just tel- a question for the, for the producer, for yeah. this chap. Have you ever thought about deodorant, babe? <laughs> I think you should. Really? I know it's not thought of positively in your circles, but it would do the world a good. It's well, like a rule about producers, isn't it? Well, I don't know. It just did smell a bit like Greg's in here well, this morning when I walked in. Perhaps this is one for you to try. Here you go. So it's a powder, OK? It's a powder deodorant, and it's by Plush. And it's uh, £8.99. Um, Put it on. They do lots of their products. Put it on. Put it on, babe. You need a bit more than that, babe. Seriously. Just see if it works. Have you got... I think you've got to wipe the surface down before you apply it. That's it. Cool. There's some dust coming off that, babe. That hasn't had a wipe for a while, has it? It is quite powdery. It is quite powdery, but... um, Plush are quite, they're quite big on the high street. They're all handmade products. They, they're quite famous for their sort I of... I think I've been into their shop before. Yeah. Is that where they come up quite aggressively and start talking to you? They, do, they kind of do. I mean, they're famous for stuff like bath bombs. Oh, I hate they've all got, that. Yeah, Honestly, got, it gives me a migraine when I go past those shops sometimes. They do, you do come out smelling kind of like a Glade plug-in sometimes. But I do. I don't like it. But uh, they do bath bombs and stuff. They've got a really nice range of that stuff. They've got a really nice one called a Dirty Bomb, which just... A what? 
It's called a dirty bomb. It smells absolutely delicious. It's not the climate for those kind of things There's nowadays, a, though. No. Is that a joke? No, no, no. That's a genuine product. There's a dandelion do- drone strike as well, which is pretty... What happens when you put the... Um the nails come out when you put that first bath bomb in there. It expands. The it does expand. What nails fall out? No, well, no nails, but I guess if you they clean underneath them, <laughs> if if that's any good. Yeah, I guess. It's that. funny this one. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's so horrible. Anyway, that's, so uh, they're that, a bit dodgy that that company because that's they left do. field. How would you feel if I said to you, Diane, I've run you a bath and I've put a dirty bomb in it? Well, it's happened once. Yeah, but that was that was what my fault. That was that kebab I had from. Um, but you Greek see, he's always taking dares off his mates. He's always taking dares. Do you remember when you got that Yorkie fruit and biscuit stuck up there? Yeah, no, yeah. For a dare. It's not talking about We that. went down, we were in A&E for three hours. In the end, they just let it melt out. It was a disaster. I mean, to be honest, there's things like that that worries me. You and your mates. If you said I put a dirty bomb in your bathroom, it wouldn't surprise me. I go in there, you've left dirty bombs in there before, babe. It's not nice. In fact, we could do with some, what, some of these products. Give it a little wipe down. Yeah. Get some of that powdered That's deodorant That's why my there. nose has reacted the way it is. It's all yeah, that stuff be... that we've done with the lads. Mm. I mean, how's it feeling on the armpits? Um, yeah, it feels lovely. Yeah, well, it, it smells um, lovely. It's much better. Maybe we should yeah. distribute some around the commune. It is nice. I mean, it's got, it contains sodium bicarbonate, which sort of lifts away any sort of impurities from the skin. It has witch hazel, which is quite a calming ingredient, chamomile. Uh, and lots of essential oils in there, so it's very good. It's vegan. I don't know whether any of you guys are, are vegans. No, no, I've never watched Star Trek. That's when you don't eat white things, isn't it? Uh, uh, animal. Anything is animal. <laughs> Dr. Spock. Uh, he he was a Vulcan. Oh, sorry. Um, he's got a good diet, though. He ain't, he's dead, isn't he? he oh, God speak. rest his soul, yeah. Let's do a little... Yeah, God, God rest his soul. Yeah. Let's have let, a let, two-fingered live salute, long prosper. Yeah. Have a two-finger salute on that. Uh, Speaking of a dirty bomb. Uh, yeah, so essentially it's kind of an alternative to your bog-standard antiperspirants. People think they're, they they could be kind of linked to cancer, especially the antiperspirants, which don't let you sweat. So Yeah, because they build up, don't they? They, yeah. they have a backlog. And then um, it all comes out, I hear. Mm. It comes out in other places, like under your nipple. In fact, I've heard recently they've got a, haven't they got a deodorant for under your boobs. That's a new thing I've heard about. I'm not joking, that's serious. It, can't you just use Sudocrem? Mm, I love Sudocrem. You know, it's got so many uses for a Sudocrem, I'll tell you that for nothing. It's true, though, just use Sudocrem under your press, yeah. It's also good for using a sunblock Sudocrem. Well, like we learned last week, yeah, last, last month. Yeah. Go on, baby, anyway. Uh, one thing about the storage of that is keep it in a tight pot because it can tend to sort of, you need it to be like quite talc-like. If you leave it out in the air, it can just cloy up and become quite clay. And You've got you a tight pot. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. Mind you, I'll keep the mother's ashes in that. Don't want to get that mixed up. That's true. God bless her soul. Uh, Mind you, she'd probably stop you from smelling from behind if anyone would. Yeah. In fact, I could imagine the use of her ashes would come into. Jesus wept. She was the nicest smelling rag and bone lady in East London, she was. She was. I'll tell you what, her blimmin' ashes would go a mile. You could pave the A127 with them. Probably be quite good on his armpits. Probably. Probably yeah. um, they also, it's worth noting that plush don't test on animals as well, which I really, I'd hate. Oh, I don't care about that, do you? No. Animals smell anyway. You, they don't look good in lipstick, so I don't know why they do it. To be fair, though, I mean, it doesn't hurt them, does it? Well, I th- 
Do they, they inject put, it in them? Well, no. So I, they put it in eyes to see how they sh- it, sh- it should be rinsed and stuff like that. I mean, I'd test it. I'd, they could test it on me. Why would you put deodorant in a dog's eyes? What would be the point of that? Like, dogs, dogs' eyes sweat? Yeah, I've got smelly eyes, dogs. Have they? I don't I've think it's... smelled dog's eyes. It's disgusting. I don't think it's... I've sm- a couple of dogs I know have got smelly eyes. It's, I mean, uh, dogs aren't the problem. It's the it's rabbits and rats and stuff. That's that's who they test on. Their eyes stink. You think a dog's eye is bad? A rabbit's eye? I tell you what, it's disgusting. It smells. Do you know what we need? After that, we need a song. Yeah, sounds good. Go on, get the guitar. Quench Temple. Um, that that's that's Quench Temple. I've got s- the next. Shall we move on? So I said, scrub. If you got a big stump, give a little wash on your tosh. But don't feel shy if it gets in your eye. Oh, those dog's eyes—they stink. 
so the next product I have is a tea tree toner. And I said, scrub. Keep your eyes are buff. Give it a tinkle. And you see you sprinkle. That cream all over your knee. And you fill in to me. So I said, scrub. Till your eyes are buff. Give it a scrape. Like it's from outer space. But don't feel shy. If it gets in your eye. Well, let me come to me, Mike. So that's it, I think. It's another the end of another show, isn't it? That was it's a long Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it's good, but it's a long one, isn't it? Well, it's always long, babe. Life's long and then you die. That's what they say, isn't it? Well, we'll just say a quick thank you then to, I guess it's big thanks to Bill Creese. And his expensive ointments. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. We'll see you again soon, won't we? Yeah, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to come back. Not if you keep saying I've got a spotty back. <laughs> now, what can I say? That's it now, isn't it, for us for a while. We're going to be at Soho Theatre. That's the next time you'll hear us, I think. Um, that's all you hear from us from now. We're going to be dead quiet, aren't we? Yeah, I, I've, we've got a lot of practising to do. Yeah, but a lot of rehearsing. So we'll see you next month for the podcast, if you bother tuning in. I hope you do. All right then, my loves. Well, good night. Love you lots. Goodbye. Be good. Be good, yeah.